0: Welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia. And on today's episode, we're going to be joined by our co-hosts here, which are Wesley Perkins, Benjamin Bornstein, and the lovely Chelsea Torres, who's joining us all the way from Corpus Christi, Texas. And our special guest on today's show is the one, the only, the rated R superstar himself, Rudy Campos Jr. Rudy, how are you doing, man?
1: You know, I'm good, Joe. The uh, the prodigal son comes back to two shots. It's been a long time since I've been back. So since then, I've kind of uh, I've kind of grown a little bit from the Radar's sports star to I've heard ravishing Rudy Campos. I've heard the sports break kid, the sports messiah. I don't know anymore. Just call me Rudy. It's easy. Ravishing I can't even Rudy. That's my real first name anyway. So kinda, call me Rudy.
0: I kinda like Ravishing Rudy, by the way. I thought me that too.
2: was that one's my favorite. That's, that's the that's
1: the popular one. I don't I'm working on the body for it. I don't have the body quite yet for it, <laughs> but I'm working hard on
0: it. You and me both, brother. It's a process. <laughs> it's a work in progress, man. But we're both doing good. So congratulations to you on your weight loss, by the way.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. All I did was shave. That was all I did.
0: Yeah. And and shout out to uh to Carolina Teague's beans. You sent me a picture of some enchiladas. She made enchiladas look bomb, but the beans needed some help.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. I don't know if you should give her a shout out. I think it's a rest in peace to the yeah, beans. Oh, to the beans, rip
0: really the beans. Yeah, exactly. They were pretty bad. Rip beans. <laughs> they looked like the rat in <laughs> the can. Got nothing but love for you, Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, here we're going to go ahead and talk about some Marcus Aldridge news. The latest trade rumors that are going out there. Um, I just went ahead and saw something that just popped up uh, not too long ago. And it was through uh, Jabari Young, actually. Jabari Young had put this uh, tweet out there by Kurt Hel- Helen uh, from NBA Basketball Talk. And it was a report stating that, you know, the reports are stating more than likely Marcus Aldridge is going to get bought out by the San Antonio Spurs. But we keep hearing a lot of things. My 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 scenario is I really think that that will happen, that he will, in fact, wind up getting bought out. There's a lot of rumors out there. Every day we hear something new. Another team has entered the fray. So-and-so is he's interested. You know, the Spurs are taking offers. They're listening. I'm sure they're listening to tons of people, tons of teams out there on offers for LaMarcus Aldridge. But do they really make sense at the end of the day? Probably not. We're probably just going to get, what, some scrubs, For LaMarcus at this point, he's 35 years old. He's an aging former NBA All-Star. And let's face it, his better years are behind him. You know, at this point, he does still have value. However, that value is going to probably be coming at a lesser role that he's going to have to play. I don't know how likely he is going to be to want to do that. I know he didn't want to do that here with the San Antonio Spurs. To me, it's going to be a buyout. And you know, the weird thing is the Spurs front office as of of late... Have not done a really good job, should I say. Who did they have to buy out? Paul Gasol. The next one that comes to mind, Damari Carroll. And now we're having one, LaMarcus Aldridge. Does not bode well, Ben. Tell me, what's going on with this front office and their decision making?
3: You know, it's some people are not going to be happy with the buyout. But I think in the end, you kind of have to do LaMarcus Aldridge a favor here. You got to do him a solid because when he chose San Antonio in that offseason where he was a free agent, he made San Antonio look like a legitimate free agent landing spot. And so I think for, and for the Spurs really at this point, like you said, they're not going to get much in return for him. And if you're not going to get much in return, just buy him out. It, it doesn't hurt you. His, his contract's coming off the books this summer. Anyway, buying him out doesn't change that. It doesn't make it worse. You're not stretching it over a, the course of two or three years you know if, if nobody hits you up by the march 25 deadline just cut loose just buy them out be done with it and you've freed up a roster spot
0: yeah then you know like i said you know that's probably going to be the the likely scenario buy out um but let's go ahead and get your opinion we'll go ahead and go with you chelsea what do you think um
2: I kind of agree because I just feel like trades right now. I know there's a lot of talk with uh, Gordon Hayward from the Celtics, uh, Leonard from Miami. And I just don't know. What is it like a $24 million difference for Aldridge? I just don't know if, like you said, if it's worth it, otherwise what are, what are the Spurs going to end up getting if they do try to go for a trade, some low end guys that aren't really needed right now. Um, it does make the most sense right now just to buy out Aldridge in my opinion.
0: Yep, I, I agree. And we'll go ahead and get Wesley's take. Wesley, what do you think? Worst case scenario for LaMarcus Aldridge, is it going to be the Spurs are just going to buy him out or will a trade be made?
4: You know, I've been on the fence about this for a little bit. I, I, you know, you, you read things off of, you know, the national media and they're never right. I mean, Sam Amick was reporting that they, the Spurs m- will definitely move him, you know, prior to, you know, any type of buyout but I, I tend to agree with everybody it, at this point, unless you knew that you were going to get a piece back, that's going to help this squad right now uh, and isn't going to do you any cap damage. You know, I then, okay, you take that, you take that chance if it's somebody that's going to help But you know, nobody's out there. His, his uh, market, he's been, people act like, Oh my gosh, he's available for, he's been available for a while. And um, there hasn't been any real big bites. I think the contenders at this point are waiting for him to be bought out. And then you're going to see, you know, the LA's of the world and the, you know, even the the Celtics and those that actually need a big right now that will probably take a chance on them, you know, so I, I, I tend to agree with it. Um, I think at this point, the front office knows what they're doing. I mean, you know, they've got a lot of money for free agency this summer. And let's be honest, if the Spurs miss the playoffs, I don't want that. But if they do, there's a great lottery with a lot of great bigs.
0: Yeah, there you go. You're not lying there. The NBA draft lottery coming up, would actually be a good thing for the San Antonio Spurs. So they don't necessarily, like Ben says, have to tank. They just keep doing what they're doing. So let's go ahead and get Rudy's uh, take on this. What do you think, Rudy? LaMarcus you know, Aldridge gets just, traded or they're going to buy him out?
1: I've never bought the whole trade scenario thing for LaMarcus Aldridge. It's always been a buyout for me. The biggest reason why is because, you know, first off, let's be honest, everybody on Spurs Twitter, Spurs fans around the world, were happier than a fact at a buffet. I mean, they were extremely happy to know that LMA and the Spurs are parting ways, but no team is going to trade for LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, all your contenders are going to have to give up $24 million roughly to get him, and that means they're going to have to give up someone in their core. They're not going to disrupt their core, you know, especially if they're in contention. There's top two seeds in the East and West, wherever they're going to be. You're not going to give up players to get a LaMarcus Aldridge. You're going to wait for the buyout. It's going to be real cheap to sign him. The only way you're going to see a trade happen is if a team desperately wants him and they've got to be desperate. If not, they're gonna be. It's gonna be a bidding war once he gets bought out. I've never once bought about the trade rumors. I knew they were gonna buy him out. I still feel they're gonna buy him out. There's just, I mean, there's no reason for a team to disrupt anything. I mean, you look at the Lakers who want him. What are you gonna do? You got to give up maybe a Kuzma or something like that because of the money. You can't do that. You don't want to do that. So unless he's going to, you know, I don't know, Toronto or somewhere else, because we we're notorious for shipping guys to Toronto apparently. So. Unless you're going somewhere out there or anything like that, he's going to be bought out. He's going to go on his own free will wherever he wants. And, yes, the lottery coming up, if the Spurs don't make the playoffs, who cares? Big deal. Plenty of names in this lottery coming up. Maybe we'll get the number one pick. Maybe we'll get Cade Cunningham, even though we don't need him. Maybe we'll get him. We'll see what happens. But as far as LMA goes, buy him out pack his bags, you know, later's, who cares. Yeah, he's owed he 24 says, million,
0: or 20 24.5 <laughs> somewhere around that neighborhood. 24 million dollars on his contract. If the Spurs were to buy mm-hmm. him out, they're going to pay about 8.5 million dollars to buy him out of his contract and send him on his way and they part ways as friends. I at this really? point are they friends? Well, they're they're <laughs> doing what he wants. He wants to go ahead and be moved because he's not happy with his role. He hasn't they're been happy enemies. with his role for a while, you know. Does, let's be honest. He hasn't been he happy. hasn't been with happy his role.
4: with his role since he got to San Antonio. Yeah. I mean, Agreed. Be Agreed.
0: Just never he, really looked, he just never looked like he fit well with this team, you know. And when he asked for the trade, the writing was already on the wall at that point. I think they should have just got what they could for him and move on. You know, the the deuce did his dirty. I'm not going to lie about that. He <laughs> he messed us up for, for <laughs> quite some for quite some time, which we're going <laughs> to actually use that as a segue into the next segment here. We're actually going to wind up talking about the hypothetical. What would happen if, in fact, Kawhi Leonard, you, we've heard the reports, he's not happy over with the Clippers. You know, he's, he doesn't like it there. What if, a hypothetical, he decides to come back to San Antonio? Would Spurs fans welcome him back with open arms? I talked about this early this morning on the ticket 76, 7.60 a.m. with Chris Duhl, and they took a poll. The fans voted by a slim margin that they would welcome Kawhi back with open arms. I put that same question, I presented it to Spurs Twitter, and I looked at all the responses. It was pretty much split right down the middle. You have the faction of fans who absolutely don't want him back. They're still butt hurt, like Chelsea. They never want to see him sniff... <laughs> another basketball here in San Antonio. Don't want to see him in a Spurs jersey. And then you have the other fans that are kind of like me. Time heals all wounds. Welcome him back. He instantly makes the team better. Makes him a championship contender. And could possibly get us another championship. I'm not going to say no to a top five player. You know, that plays both ends of the ball really well, regardless of his diva behavior. I won't say no, but that's just me. I want to go ahead and get a, a Rudy's opinion on this one, because... He had a good hypo- hypothetical, and not only that, but he had a good take on this. So, Rudy, let us have it. Well, yeah, basically
1: I said it's like the old – it's an ex-girlfriend where, you know, it was the best relationship you've ever had. She found someone else. She went away. You're heartbroken. You're pissed off. You're throwing everything against the wall, ripping up the pictures, burning the jerseys, if, like if she wore a jersey, but burning the jerseys. And then all of a sudden she comes back. You're gonna take her back. It's like what I said, hashtag soulmate problems. You're gonna take her back. It's it's a fact you take her back. Have I been through that? Hell yes, I've been through that. Everyone's been through that. That one person, and you gotta take them back. Does it work out a second time? Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. More times often it doesn't. But yeah, you take Kawhi Leonard back. I called him the fake number two for years. I was pissed off at him. I didn't throw a Lego, you know, motto of him in the floor or something like that. Um, but as far as it goes, you, to me, you got to take him back. I mean, he's a top, what, top three, top four, top five player. I mean, plays both ends of the ball. The only thing I look at is will the city of San Antonio welcome him back? Hell yeah. All you got to do is just say, hey, we're, we're going to have Fiesta next week for two weeks. Oh, by the way, we're going to take Kawhi Leonard back. He's coming back home. But hey, it's Fiesta. Go to Nyosa. Go to this. Take your mind off of San Antonio. We'll get Kawhi back. If he comes back, no big deal. I know Chris Duhl, I think, was mad this morning because he doesn't want Kawhi back. But deep down inside, in Chris Duhl's testicles, he definitely wants Kawhi Leonard back in San Antonio.
0: Well, actually, I asked Chris, I said, do you still have your Kawhi jersey? And Chris says, well, you know what I did to the jersey? I said, yes, but do you still have it? Well, yeah, I still have it. You know, it's duct tape and all that. I said, you never threw it away because you just, with that one little sliver of hope that maybe— He'll come back. You and if you know me,
1: there's a chance.
0: Yes, yeah. exactly. So He'll just take the duct tape off. No, they're,
1: they're at night in their bed sleeping with the Kawhi bobblehead that was free. at the <laughs> Those people are. You do not say no to a top five talent, period, at all. So what we're doing is we're going to get rid of one LaMarcus and you would possibly get a Kawhi in return. I mean, the trade off's really good in my opinion.
0: Yeah, that won't that that won't happen. It was just a hypothetical Spurs fans before they get all crazy. But Ben, would you welcome the Deuce like like Wesley likes to call him back with open arms?
3: I mean, I wouldn't. My my arms would probably be down at my side. I don't know if I I don't know if they'd be open, but I'd welcome that's a That's a lot. Come on, that's a lot. I no, I I'd welcome him back. It wouldn't be an issue, mostly because I also still have a jersey, but. I also don't care to burn jerseys. I think that's a waste of time and money. And frankly, it would give me an excuse to wear a jersey of a non-retired player that I have. Yeah. So I, I can only wear David Robinson and Tim Duncan jerseys for so long before people catch on to the shtick. So I would not hate that. He is a position of need for this team and they have the money to sign him this offseason and I just, I mean, if it were me, I would love playing for a guy like Steve Ballmer. Dude's a little nuts, but he's the good kind of nuts. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know what they got going on there. I'm sure the issue stems from firing Doc Rivers, which, if you ask me, it was never his fault they lost. It's just a cursed franchise. You have to, you have to change your city, you have to change your name, you have to change your jerseys, and no longer be the Clippers and accept their history as part of your history. That's how you break the curse.
1: Yeah, it's Paul George's fault. That oh the stuff. Yes, it's um,
3: payoff P's fault.
1: Playoff yeah, playoff P. Give me a fucking break on that. No Payoff.
3: Payoff P. No oh, L's. Payoff. I was gonna no say else. <laughs> Although <laughs> I will say he does catch L's.
0: Yeah. But
1: he doesn't
3: he doesn't keep them yeah. in his nickname.
1: Yeah, we he's have building Lewis. new neighborhoods in LA with all those bricks in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Well, we have a viewer here watching us on Facebook, uh Doris, and she put Aldridge should be enough. We need Vassell and Walker. I still have Kawhi's jersey. I'm telling you. There you go. There's still hope, Ben. There's still hope. So you're telling me there's a chance.
3: There's always hope.
0: And let's go with Chelsea. built on hope. Chelsea, you had a video where you said this is your reaction to the hypothetical question I presented. You got the Lego that you built of Kawhi Leonard and you threw it in the trash.
2: I threw it in the trash. It's in the trash. This was years ago. (laughs) So I don't have it anymore. I never took it out of the trash. Listen, I forgive. But I don't forget. Um, I think it's a business, you know? So when you think of it that way, of course, Spurs fans are going to hypothetically would welcome back Kawhi. I mean, it'd be silly to not welcome back Kawhi if he actually wanted to come back to San Antonio. And I think for anybody that ever bought a Kawhi jersey, they probably still have them. There's I feel like Spurs fans are not the ones to throw away or burn jerseys. We're just not those kind of fans. Um
3: We're not Cleveland.
2: Not <laughs> not Cleveland, thank goodness. But I uh I mean, yeah, I welcome him back like, "All right, let's you know get a championship. Let's make a run. Let's do something. Let's work." But would I, you know, be all about him every single time? No, and that's just me being salty.
0: You're not going to get I'm not going to get, get a- a,
2: I'm not gonna get another Lego if he were to hypothetically come back. So that's done in the trash and the dumpster.
0: You're not gonna <laughs> Gamb, go get a jersey. Forget. A new Fiesta themed jersey with Kawhi's number on it.
2: I'd have to think
0: about that. No, oh, there you that's <laughs> what I'm saying. He yeah. starts to grow on you. He starts to grow on you. All right, and Wesley, would you welcome the deuce back with open arms? Are you gonna still be salty like Chelsea? All
4: uh, right. Well, I'm I'm glad I got to hear all of your commentary about this because I'm going to play all, off that a little bit. First of all, I still have my Kawhi Leonard shirt, okay, <laughs> uh, a jerk, okay, but I use it to dust my my house, so it's it, it it never loses its its charm because it always reminds me that he's a dirt bag and I can <laughs> clean with it. Um, number two, Rudy, on your point. Hey, it is kind of like an ex-girlfriend, but when your ex-girlfriend's uncle is so crazy like that bastard is, you don't take him back. So there's that (laughs) part, too. Um, It's an uncle.
1: It's not a parent.
4: Yeah, I know. But this uncle just happens to be a – yeah, he kind of acts like it. Uh, it But, you know, the the other part is – I mean, I think Spurs fans will welcome him back with open arms while booing. Um, I think that probably is more likely. Um, as for myself, I, you know, I, I'm, I'll be honest. You know, what, call me a hypocrite, whatever. I mean, uh, if you have a chance to get one of the best players out there in the game, you do it. Um, I don't think that that's even a question. You know, the bigger thing, though, in you know, the hypothetical, and I think it's a great question, especially with with what's going on, is number one, you don't have a ladies' rock a locker room for him to take over. You know, before games, as we know, he likes to apparently steal and and have his own thing and all those things. I I kind of go along the lines of you know, all kidding aside. I think that he actually is a worse teammate now than he was, you know, when he left. I feel like because he's tried to build this I'm the greatest brand, his uncle and he have done that, that part of the reason why he's unhappy in Clipperland is because when before he arrived, they had a good blue collar team. Just look at Montres Harrell. Okay, Montrez Harrell was like the third, you know, type player on that team last year. And they, they paid, like, little to no attention to him. He walked off and went to the Lakers. You know, and I say that only because we've heard other people in that organization say that they don't really care for Kawhi Leonard, for his attitude. They're not really caring about the type of teammate that he is and what they expect and the prima donna status. So, you know, part of that is this. And, I you know, I know it's a, it's, it's not as simple as a yes or no. But the question of, of, of this goes is, is he the right fit to be around the young core of players that the Spurs have right now. you know, Would I think that he still would be the best answer? 100% because let's be honest, the Spurs don't attract big free agents. We know that they don't. So it would be something that you would have to consider. But ultimately, it's more complex than that. I just really think that you have to look at what he's become. He left a team after winning a title. Let that sink in for a second. He left a team after winning a title. So just food for thought. But,
0: but the heart wants what the heart right? wants, you know? Rudy knows that. The heart wants what the heart wants, Rudy. We want another chip. Rudy wants food,
1: and Rudy (laughs) can't have food.
0: So definitely. There you go. I think Rudy's hungry. He's on his diet kick, and unfortunately, he can't get the food he likes, like Burger Boy and all the greasy stuff. So he's craving it. Can
1: we have another segment coming up besides this food
0: talk here, please? No, man. Well, we we have a a viewer here that's uh, asking a question. Uh, He's watching us from Periscope. Valentino Cicini, he puts, if not Kawhi, which other free agent uh, Spurs could the Spurs get? So that's the thing. Yeah, there, there really is nobody out there. Everybody's already been picked up this uh this season in the offseason going into the free agency talk. There's really not much out there. The biggest, the sexiest move that the Spurs could do in the offseason is just retain one DeMar DeRozan. That's it. Other than that, there, there really isn't much to talk about. What if Demar decides to walk? Well, then there, there's your story, you know. Go ahead and spin it. Put it out there, Ben. We'll put it out on Project Spurs.
3: <laughs> uh, I don't think you want to spin on that one.
0: No, I don't. I don't. I, I really do like Demar Derozan. I, I like him here with the team. I like the way he plays with the the younger core. So if he can stay, I would, I would welcome that. I, at this point, I don't think anybody else would would have any reservations towards that. I, I don't think anybody has a reservation to keep in DeMar. Well,
4: doesn't that answer your question, though? I mean, I mean, you asked, right, who's the best free agent they can get? It's DeMar DeRozan. I mean, can we say that it's anybody different?
0: No. It's... Wait, are you saying you don't want to overpay for Otto Porter Jr.? Oh, Lord. <laughs> and if you don't, then you're crazy. The front office needs to be, I guess, disbanded. <laughs> but we're going to see what kind of scenarios play out you know anything can happen in the offseason it gets nuts out there Spurs could make a trade which they normally don't do you know maybe they find something a deal they like and they just can't say no it could happen you know so we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that oh man we have a a, a viewer from Twitter he says LMA go away (laughs) and then he puts Damar versus Kawhi who would you take he puts I mean
1: you're putting both guys next to each other. You obviously take Kawhi Leonard because of based of, you know, two-way player and where he ranks in the league. But can you get a Kawhi Leonard? I don't know. I think the closest he's going to become coming back to San Antonio is playing with Coach Pop and Team USA. That's it. I mean, let's be real. He's not going to come back to San Antonio. He burned that bridge. He's not coming back. I don't care if the fans want him. He's definitely not going to come back. This is his last option. He'll probably go play overseas before he comes back to San Antonio.
3: All right. Okay. Relax. Calm down. You don't don't want any of this, Ben. You don't want any
1: of this. You don't want that. I know it's your month. I know it's March, but you don't want any of this right now.
3: (laughs) I got got enough madness in me right now. I don't need any. Exactly.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Well, I got one thing to to say before we, we start segwaying here into the next segment. I don't know if any of y'all caught this, but there was a story that was ran earlier today. I saw it on, on on Twitter, of all places. Can't be good. San Antonio is crazy, man. Like they're wilding out here with their stimmies, dude, with those stimulus checks. God. They got people that are just going out there and cashing the whole thing out where banks are putting caps on how much money you can take out of the bank on any given day. Like if you really have a legit need to take out, you know, maybe a couple grand cuz you got to pay a bill, go buy some Coke or something. That's, a, that's your prerogative, but the, the bank won't let you pull out an X amount of money because of the stimmies. So I go on Twitter and I see that somebody on the South side, get this, had both a tiger and a bobcat. Is that what people yeah. are buying now with their stimulus checks? Rudy, man, come on now.
1: I'm I i, I I'm not going to buy a bobcat or a tiger. I mean, I'm scared as hell. From, You're going to go uh, for the lion? Those types of animals. I You're going to go
0: for the lion? Shit. I,
1: I can barely put up with a cat man so I'm not gonna go get a bigger (laughs) cat I mean that's kind of stupid of me to do but I I did see that on the whole tiger and whatever it was I mean I don't know I don't appreciate the fact that when you said people are cashing out their stimmies and then you mentioned you know cocaine and you looked at me as if I I don't (laughs) come anywhere near that so I don't appreciate that we had some Scarface talk the other day Oh, because of the Scarface talk, that's why you looked at me. Okay, no, I, he,
3: he meant diet cocaine.
1: Yes, yeah, no. if the there's diet. such a thing as diet cocaine, yeah, even I won't do that. So it'll help no, you lose weight, Rudy. i hope my help work's you lose not weight. watching this at all.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, he, thought, I, I thought Joe Exotic was in jail.
0: Oh Lord, here we go. Joe Exotic is sitting right next to me <laughs> over here. Joe. You're just giving Rudy <laughs> more fuel, Wesley. But it's only in San Antonio. I'm sur- I'm surprised because one person did allude to this earlier this week on Twitter. And, Chelsea, I got a kick out of it. They said that Corpus is the new Florida of Texas, and that's not a compliment. So I, w- no. I would think that that would happen over in Corpus Christi of all places, there's, not not there's. San Antonio.
2: Okay, let me tell you this. I'm not going to talk bad about Corpus because I don't want anybody... Watching this, that's from Corpus to come at me. <laughs> <laughs> but let me just say, it is not. Um, it was never my first choice to live. Okay. Oh <laughs> but, man. But but did you all know that like Texas is like number one out of the country for people having exotic pets? So this is normal. Texans are crazy, and they're always having these big cats and tigers. And I I'm just I'm not surprised i'm really not surprised
0: that is odd you know what What happened if you saw that going on in your neighborhood wesley you walk out and they just raided a house and it's just nothing but exotic animals
4: hey i'm from a small town normal
0: <laughs> just a normal day <laughs> like that right? <laughs> a normal stroll down the down the neighborhood wow
2: <laughs> you know you can hunt a bobcat though so why buy one when you unless you want it you're talking alive. san
0: antonio chelsea guess so we're about to lose Ben here (laughs) sorry it's just you can you can
2: hunt
3: them and I shouldn't be that surprised coming from Florida people who are (laughs) friends with alligators and think that alligators are good pets so I don't I don't know why I'm surprised I don't I don't I you know it's it's crazy I did but if I'm I'm gonna have to be that guy and I'm gonna have to say a bobcat only costs $1,400 is that what you're telling me right now I, I feel like that is a very low number for such an exotic and wild animal.
0: It's two animals. It was a tiger and a bobcat. So it was kind of like a two for so one. So
3: more so.
4: That's actually so, well, kind of a bargain. Right? So hold the hold the form. See? So it's fourteen hundred per person. So if you've got a family of what, two, you've got that's fifty six hundred right there. So there you go. Okay. Now you got some coin.
0: Yeah, you got some coin to play with. Yeah, and then Joel oh M, Joel M. Colon from Facebook, he just put up here too. He goes, did not they catch a a tiger a couple weeks ago on the south side, too? Got to be the same dude. It might very well be the same dude. I think it was on the southwest side of town that they had a tiger roaming out there. They had to come and pick him up uh, because he jumped the fence. And then they had another one that they found in somebody else's yard because they had him in a pen when it was freezing cold. So animal control had to come out and take that. I'm like, how many damn tigers are just roaming around on the south side, dude? Like, that's insane. You know, hanging out. Yeah, it's animals. Yeah, yeah.
1: but at least y'all don't have to put up with crackheads in the alley behind me. I mean, those guys trying to jump the fence, and (laughs) I mean, they're trying to steal the flower pots and everything so they can get a score. I probably would rather deal with the damn bobcats than I would with these people.
0: Oh, Rudy.
4: Well, maybe that's the new guard animal instead of a dog. You just get a tiger. There you go.
0: All right, so I let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and transition back to some San Antonio Spurs talk. I just thought that was hilarious. I saw that earlier today, so I had to kind of mention that on here. But I want to ask a real, you know, solid question here about Lonnie Walker. Lonnie Walker, he's looked great, you know, in these uh, this last couple of games. You know, these last two games, this last game against the Pistons, he looked really good. You know, they, I think they they had him. What I you think? That this last game, didn't they have him starting? He was in the starting uh, five, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. So. My question is, should they start Lonnie, or should they just have him come off the bench with that second unit and kind of play that six-man role? What say you, Ben? Oh, that is
3: a tough one. It's easy. I mean, I think right right now, as, as the roster stands, with no DeMar DeRozan, he should be starting. But if DeMar DeRozan comes back, I think he should be the first guy off the bench. I, th- I really think it's that simple, and he can give you a scoring punch off the bench, and you you can still play him starter minutes. It's not like Pop is playing anybody more than 35 minutes a game. There's plenty of minutes to go around with these guys, and there's plenty of opportunity. So I say have him come off the bench, let him run with those guys, and maybe beat up on some second-unit dudes.
0: I can see that. I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be down with that. I'd be down with that. And let's go ahead and get from, hear from you, Chelsea. What do you think? Do you think Lonnie should be a starter or come off the bench – in that six-man role,
2: I personally like him as a starter. Um, the past few games that I've seen where he is starting, I just feel like he's a little bit more energetic, uh, more free on the court. I personally like Lonnie better coming off as a starter than opposed the bench. I mean, last night he what, like Ben was saying, you know, no starter's really playing over thirty-five minutes. I think Lonnie played twenty-nine minutes last night, um, and I don't know. I just I personally like him better as a starter. It's plain and simple. Okay.
0: What about you, Wes? What do you think? Starter, or are you going to bench? Come have him coming off the bench?
4: Okay. Well, I, I think, honestly, I, I agree with Ben about that. If, if, if Demar is playing, you know, he's, you know, Lonnie's got to come off the bench because it's going to limit his touches. But I, I go one further than that. I, I really would prefer to see, I know it sounds crazy, but I prefer to see Keldon and Lonnie both come off the bench um, with a Patty Mills. I mean, you got scores in DJ. You've got, Playmaker there, DeRozan and DJ, you know, got a young Vassell. Why not let him get some starts in there as well? And then they already dominate in the second quarter. Can you imagine if you had Keldon and Lonnie both coming off the bench with Patty and, and, you know, uh, Rudy? That's, dang, that's better than most starting fives in in the league. So, you know, I I think, honestly, he'd be better off the bench. That's just
0: me. Hey, What about you, Rudy? Think he's a starter or do you want to have him come off the bench?
1: (sighs) Yeah, I mean... Honestly, I like him as a starter. I mean, he he kind of gives you that that momentum you've got with DJ and also with uh, Keldon you know, starting five. But for me, it makes more sense of him coming off the bench, whether it be the sixth man, you know, seventh man, off the bench, whatever. It doesn't matter as long as he comes off the bench because I think that second unit needs that push. You've got Derek White coming in with the second unit. Uh, him and Derek, I think, would give them, you know, a nice one-two punch coming off the bench. I think, you know, with Demar coming back possibly seeing Lonnie move to the bench. I, I like that a little bit better. I really do. I mean, I also liked him better with that, you know, big seven-foot hair dude he had, but, you know, <laughs> that's in the past. Uh, but also, like I said, the more of the, the bench, I mean, he's going to give you minutes regardless. He's going to give you perf- quality, you know, regardless where he was a starter or off the bench. I just like that second unit. That second unit to me sometimes is – it's hit or miss, but if you add Lonnie Walker, you add that enthusiasm, you add that athleticism, it makes that second unit a lot better. So that's why I think coming off the bench is a lot better for Lonnie. But again, like Ben says, you know, Pop doesn't play very many people thirty-five minutes at all. Just to me, it's a it's a coin toss, honestly, Joe. I mean, he's going to be good either, regardless on either way. He still hasn't developed into the player that a lot of a lot of Spurs fans want, and probably even the coaches want. He probably hasn't developed fully into that, but. Need to say, I say off the bench. First man off the bench is fine with me.
0: Okay, I can respect that. Um, for me, it's kind of a toss-up as well. You know, he does have value as a player out there on the court. He can do some amazing things with his athleticism and his speed. As we saw in yesterday's game against the Pistons, he had that really insane behind-the-back pass to find a cutting Drew Eubanks, who caught the ball. You know, he, he got the dish, and he just went up for the dunk. You know, so Lonnie has been better at distributing the ball. Um, and with his court vision you know he's been seeing things a little bit different i think and i've also liked his shot as of late he's got a really good mid-range jumper uh going on real fluid you like the release you like the stroke that he has rotation of the ball looks good um i like him doing that uh probably more often than not you know i, I don't just want him camping out beyond the beyond the arc i like him when he's slashing i like him when he's hitting that mid-range jumper you know he's i understand that you know he's still developing as a player um and the ceiling, I think, is gonna is it can be higher for Lonnie. I just don't think that we've seen the best that he has to offer yet, which is a good thing for Spurs fans. I think we just need to be a little bit more patient with Lonnie. Uh, we were patient with Dejounte, and look at this, look at this, look what happened with Dejounte. He's been having a great year so far. So I think the same thing can happen with Lonnie Walker. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Ben? Think he still needs some some time to develop?
3: Yeah, he probably needs a little bit of time and. You know, I think getting him as much run as he can with different groups of guys on this on this team is going to be good because then he becomes more versatile and who he can play with. And you know, you you when you look at analytics and things like that, you hope for a great plus minus with whatever group he's in. You you know, you of course there you want everybody to have a good. You want everybody to be in the plus when you're on the court with them, regardless of who it is. But Lonnie Walker is that guy who can be you know, a common denominator for all the good lineups that the Spurs may have. So I think that's, that's gotta be taken into consideration, but yeah, Lonnie, Lonnie's got a little bit of work to do. I mean, he, there are times he's a bit reckless on his drives. He's not always looking for an open guy when he gets into the paint and the defense collapses on him, but he has made a lot of strides in the time he's been in San Antonio. And I think we also need to recognize that while we're here.
0: Yeah, no doubt. You know, one of the things that we're going to also transition to right now as we get away from our Lonnie Walker talk is we're going to talk about one Devin Vassil. Devin Vassil, a rookie, mind you, at that as well. He's been playing some good minutes, you know, this season. Usually that that doesn't happen for a rookie. Coach Pop doesn't like to play his rookies. He usually delegates them to the, uh, to the hell of the G League, you know, so they can go ahead and develop his players, which is the Spurs way. It seems to work more often than not. You know, the player develops, comes back, and is able to, you know, contribute to the team. Uh, Devin Vassell was a high draft pick. You know, a lot of Spurs fans were not happy with this pick. They're like, that's not a sexy pick. I don't like him. He's not going to be what the Spurs need right now, you know. And lo and behold, look look at what is happening with Devin Vassell. He's growing up right before our eyes. The kid can play both sides of the ball quite well. He has a lot of length. He's dangerous on the defensive end. He can run. You know, he might not be the quickest guy out there, but the kid can get to his spots. Plays really solid defense. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. And then on the offensive end, he has a really nice stroke. It's beautiful. I I just like watching him shoot the ball from beyond the arc. That real high arcing shot. with a. I mean, he just has a beautiful release. Great rotation with the ball when it leaves his hands. I mean, he just looks like he's going to be a special type of scorer it looks like he's just a pure shooter like he just has that gift Ben I've been really impressed what I've seen uh, so far out of Devin Vassil Um, I know he still needs time to develop but I like everything I'm seeing early on with this young man and yesterday's game he paid played 21.19 minutes he scored 13 points in those 21 minutes of play you like those things out of him you know, and he had three assists, he had three rebounds. He didn't make a lot of mistakes. So, again, that's the thing that you like about this kid. He had five personal fouls, and I attribute that to the inexperience. He's going to have to learn. He's only going to get better with the time he's given out there on the court. What else can you tell us about this young man, Devin, about Devin Vassell, Ben?
3: I mean, I, I was talking him up pretty hard during the draft process. Love his game kid who can guard two through three or two th- two through four rather and he can probably play offense at those positions as well and he comes from a really good program at florida state where i mean they just they had patrick williams go number four this year and patrick williams was the sixth man on that team nobody really plays more than 20 25 minutes on those teams they and that's just the way leonard hamilton you know runs his squad he go he legitimately goes 10 or 11 guys deep and so i think that that is pretty big going into the draft because you realize all right you know at the nba level i'm probably going to play similar maybe even less minutes so i just got to be ready when coach calls my number and i get in the game so i think that played a huge role and as you can see shooting the three ball really well um, there there were some questions before the draft there was a video that was going around and his shot looked ugly it did not look good at all and people were concerned but he apparently turned those around in pre-draft process you know when he was working out for teams because still got drafted in the lottery so he's got to be feeling pretty good and I think the Spurs are feeling pretty good about that pick
0: yeah another kid that I like too is I, I, I kind of like uh, Trey Jones and I also like uh, Keita Bates Diop I think the kid has some some potential you know in the limited minutes that we've seen out of both of them You kind of like them. You can see that maybe at some point in time with development, these other assets uh, can actually contribute to the team, you know, maybe sometime in the near future. So I think the future is bright as far as the young uh, core that the Spurs have. They just need time to develop. Unfortunately, Spurs Twitter and Spurs fans in general want instant success. They don't want to wait, and we do not have patience. They want the, the, the Spurs to be in championship contention once again. So we lack patience, Ben, and therefore we want a trade now. So let's go ahead and get Chelsea's take. Chelsea, what do you think of this young kid out here, Devin Vassil?
2: You know, Joe, when you and I first met and did our first podcast together, we talked about Devin. And I think for me, not only his time on the court is, you know, exceptional, but He's also just a great, um, what's the word? I mean, not only athlete, but a good teammate. You know, he's one of those guys that you want to work with, you want to learn from, and he's willing to learn. And that was something that um, I read up on is that he's always asking questions, you know, to assistant coaches and to the coach. And he's trying to learn. He's trying to find more exactly what it is that the Spurs organization wants and needs from him. I mean, he's a rookie, you know, he has so much room to develop. And you mentioned when we first drafted him you know maybe Spurs fans were like I don't know about this guy I don't know if he's a right fit I personally think he's one of the best fits because he wants to learn and he's that sponge that Popovich is willing to work with and that's exactly what Pop does you know he likes to gravitate towards those younger players teach them his ways and then they develop into you know the Tim Duncan Tony Parkers or whoever Um, and that's what I'm kind of hoping to see from Devin if he chooses to be a spur for life.
0: You actually saw that uh, DeJounte Murray's kind of taking a liking to the kid. He likes his style of play because DeJounte was praising him after the game. He was like going and rubbing his head like a little, you know, a big brother does with a little brother because he's proud of him. You know, he, he knows the work that they put in behind the scenes. And he's proud of this kid, you know, kind of showing what he can do, you know, because his potential is really high, I believe. Rudy, let's go ahead and go to you. Give us your take on one Devin Vassil. Uh, he's good. I'm dead.
1: no. <laughs> you know, the, Simple. <laughs>
4: See, what
1: I, what I like about Devin is, you know, he brings a defensive-minded basketball player. He's a, He can score. He can shoot the ball. But one of the biggest cons coming into the draft was that he couldn't create his own shot. Well, that's perfect for the Spurs because he doesn't have to create his own shot. Mm-hmm. He lets the game come to him. He lets the flow come to him as well. So we're seeing that with Devin. You don't need to be a. You don't need to create your own shot. The ball will get to you. He's in the right place at the right time, every single time, making plays both on the defense and offensive side. Very smart kid. I mean, honestly, man, you're probably talking about a two way player uh, for the Spurs for many years to come. You also have like Dejounte is going to be probably a good two way player. Keldon will probably end up being a really good two way player. So getting three guys to go along with like a Derek white as well is beneficial for this team. And the good thing is, is they're all young, even though my partner in crime, Carolina Teague says, well, Derek white's old. He's 26. I mean, come on. I, (laughs) I am like 52. I think I'm not going to give my real age out because I don't do that, but you know, I'm, I'm really 42. Um, But I, you know, he's, they're all young. And that's the thing is like with Devin, He's just a rookie and he's so athletic that I don't even have a ceiling for him right now. I can't say, well, he's gonna be just as good as this guy or he's gonna be just like that guy. I mean, really the ceiling I don't have a ceiling for him right now, which is a good thing. But yeah, great kid, love him, Coach Pop loves him. Who cares what Pop says, right? I mean, as long as Pop says, you know, he loves him, we all love him. That's that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, and we got our good friend Carolina Teague watching.
1: Oh crap, I'm in trouble.
0: <laughs> she says, Hey y'all Said, hey, Carolina, what's up? Thanks for watching. And we also have a question here from Ted Rowe watching us from YouTube. Uh, let me go ahead and put his uh, comment on here. He puts, once Vasel gets some muscle weight, his defense will get even better. Well, he's not lying. You know, that's the thing that the kid needs. He needs to bulk up a little bit, needs some tortilla. I don't know if uh, yeah. we can maybe have Carolina make him some beans and send him his way, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean... I'm perfect for gaining weight. I can definitely take Devin under my, my wing here.
0: There you go. Show him some Burger Boy. There you go. Oh, yeah. And when Ted Rowe also had another question, he had put, do you think Lonnie Walker IV is studying DeRozan's game? I don't know. To tell you the truth. I just think that his game is developing based on what they're working with him on behind the scenes, you know, with the coaching staff and whatnot, trying to play to his strengths, you know, and those strengths, of course, are his speed and athleticism. You know, the only thing that they need a, I think that they're trying to work on is his better decision making. And he needs to just calm down a little bit and stay more focused because he has a lot of missed opportunities, point blank at the rim. If he can convert on those, I mean, he would be Something special, you know. He'd be pretty dangerous, but I think it's just him that he just needs to develop a little bit more and, and learned a little, you know, more control. Uh, we also have Jason Salinas here. He says he's getting, and I believe he's referring to Devin Vassell. He says he's getting the rookie treatment from the refs on defense. The refs will learn to respect the this aggressive defensive style. I, I have to agree with them. You know, the kid, he's a rookie. You're not going to get the calls right away. You got to earn the respect. Ben knows about that. You've Got to earn it. <laughs> you know it's what? True. And Demar still hasn't earned that respect because they don't. I don't know why he gets crapped on so much. Like he can literally get his head taken off. It is nothing but a flesh wound. Play on. You know, I'm just like, come on now. I, I don't know why they, they swallow their whistles when it's Demar. I don't. I don't, it's I don't get that. Because he has the word Spurs across his chest. True facts. that. True that. I detect I mean, Facts are facts. Yeah. So let's go ahead and go to you, Wesley. Wesley. What do you think about one Devin Vassell?
4: Well, I know that uh, when the, the draft analysts were talking about this whole process, you know, there was a lot of disappointment. Hey, this is not going to be as nearly a strong a draft as what we've seen. And, you know, let's give a little bit of praise not just to Devin, but also I mean I, I thought that there was probably more NBA-ready players in this draft, but maybe not a superstar, quality caliber, you know, takeover cornerstone franchise kind of guy. Um, I agree with everybody's commentary. I, I think that uh, Devin Vassell is going to be um, a very strong player for this team for years to come. And, and as Rudy said, I mean, I, I see him in that two-way role, um, really being one of the top defenders. He's going to be a leader in steals for the NBA for many years in the future when he finally gets enough minutes. Uh, you know, one of the things that I that I see in him that I, I think is kind of going back to what you had said, Joe, early on, not only is – Pop not used to playing a rookie to the extent that he is with with Devin but we have to also remember there was no offseason none whatsoever so how much more is it impressive that his instincts and his ability to understand the game and as I, I believe it was Rudy who said it that lets the game come to him the moment's not too big not afraid of that time that he's out there on the court doesn't look you know doesn't let things bother him that's the one problem is as the, somebody was asking about Lonnie that's the one problem that Lonnie has uh, that has been a little bit of a, of a uh, uh, an issue has been that when he makes mistakes, sometimes he gets down on himself or sometimes it, it, it corresponds to something else. We're seeing that improve slowly but slowly. That is starting to get a little bit better. But with Devin, he he just plays on. I mean, if he makes a mistake, it's go down on the next, next side of the court and I'm, I'm going to take and guard my man. I'm going to make a play, going to help my team. So – Very impressive. Uh, I thought he was one of the steals of the draft. To be honest, I really felt—I don't know, Ben may disagree with me—but I really felt like 11 was probably too low for the guy. I think that honestly, he probably should have been in the top 10 somewhere. But you know what? I'm glad we got him.
0: I'm glad he slipped to number 11. He was a steal at number 11. I I figured he would go. 2020
3: hindsight vision. I would also agree that he was—he slipped. But in the pre-draft process, there were some people who actually thought 11 was too high for him. Hmm. And a lot of it was because he was pretty gangly. He was lithe. Uh, I mean, he, he, his measurements at school were six, seven and 195 pounds. I assume he weighs a little more than that now, but you know, there, there were some legitimate concerns when he, when he was coming into the draft. Of course, I feel like those have been addressed and he's going to be just fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when, when people were mock drafting 11 was not a slide for him but knowing what we know now yeah I, I think you could argue it was
0: so you think the Spurs did a, a better pick in getting one Devin Vassell versus you know the Spurs wanted at one well Spurs fans at one time wanted precious Achua you know or Obi Toppin I mean I know Wesley OB OB screaming Obi's praises the whole time it was just not you meant need to be. Need to kick
1: Wesley out for this,
0: because that's
4: <laughs> topping. Give me a break. That's he
0: was he was riding high on Obi, hey, man.
4: Y'all settle down. He can dunk the ball like nobody's business. <laughs> can't do anything else, but okay.
0: I'm so worried. can Dwight Howard in
1: his career sucks
0: Well, he well that's that's not a lie. He's already thirty five years old.
3: Sucked. I mean, he was the best center in the league for five years, and he carried a team to a finals. Granted, they didn't win that finals, but. I don't know okay. if I'd say they sucked. Like think the last correct. three or four years have been pretty terrible. I'll give you that.
1: Yeah, yeah and what's with his shorts?
0: I mean, they're getting shorter every oh, single Lord. year. That's he's that's
2: emotionally unstable.
4: You you, you know don't
0: this. you don't don't poke <laughs> the bear, Chelsea. Don't poke the bear because Rudy's going to go on a tangent. That's some talk for the rated R <laughs> sports cast. He's
4: got he's got the John Stockton
1: short shorts. <laughs> oh Lord, here oh, we go. Crazy. John Stockton shorts are like the Fab Five compared to what Dwight Howard's right now.
0: I know what Rudy's getting at, man. That's what I'm telling you. This is going to be talk for rated R. Yeah, we'll keep it clean because
1: it's your show, Jeff.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I'm telling you guys, if I get, I was on the rated R sportscast a couple of times with Rudy, and I I was so bad, I, I embarrassed Rudy. So just to tell you all, yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. We 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 had some crazy discussions, some crazy stuff. But we'll talk to you all about that off the air. <laughs> but let's move I'm on here. for
1: the divorce that I had. Oh, Lord.
0: <laughs> well, let's go ahead and uh, start bringing this to a close here because I want to go ahead and talk real quick about the one thing that we all can geek out on. You know, this thing with two shots. We just don't talk, you know, San Antonio Spurs basketball. We can also talk whatever the hell we want to talk about. And most of us being geeks, we're all excited about the Justice League Snyder Cut that's going to be coming out. It'll be available for streaming on HBO Max on Thursday. I have had some friends of mine that have already had, let's say, pre-screening access to this. I have not seen the pre-screener. They have. And everybody has said, no spoilers here, That is, it's everything you heard about and more. So I said, OK, you all are hyping it up. You know, you're, you're, you're hyping it up to such levels. You know, I, it's, it's intriguing to me. Let's put it like that. Let's go ahead and go around the horn here. Let's get everybody's thoughts. Chelsea, are you happy, are you excited about the Snyder Cut or do you not know what I'm talking about?
2: No, I know what you're talking about. But I'm just not as well versed um when it comes to everything that has to go on with Justice League. But I watched the preview and or the trailer of it and it looks intense and it I'm does. super pumped. I think what I like so much about it is the darkness. I like the dark the grittiness. Um, feel that it gives. I, I'm all for that. I like dark. And I love that Jared Leto is still playing um, Joker, which I don't know if that was already a thing. Um, isn't Ben Affleck supposed to be like Batman or something? Yeah. OK, so I'm like intrigued by this. I'm, I'm super pumped. And yeah, I'm ready. I, I just don't know like all the history and all the details behind it. Well, you so, better I'm get ready. your
0: popcorn and a seat cushion. Cause this sucker is yeah, oh. going to be like four hours.
3: You, you go. Oh, I'm ready. Today.
0: I'm yeah, ready. You're going to learn today. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Ben.
3: This that, man, this movie has, there was a lot of stuff that went on behind the scenes of this movie. That was, that might be more dramatic than what you actually see in the movie, to be honest. Um, from what I understand, the original movie was about thirty percent of what Snyder shot and filmed, and seventy percent was what Joss Whedon filmed, and that was people's biggest issue. So we're getting full Snyder cut. It's all of his footage, everything that he filmed, the way he wanted the you know the film to be written, directed, all of that, um, and you know there were there were some other controversies that we can get into another time that involved joss whedon but we we don't really have time to talk about all that um but the from what i understand it's longer so we're going to get more fleshed out characters we're going to have um we're actually going to have iris west who becomes uh or yes iris west who becomes barry allen's wife down the road um she's going to appear in this movie she was in one of the trailers she was the woman that the flash rescued from the car, car that was overturning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie looks fantastic. We got Side. We have a completely different looking Steppenwolf who looks much better. I think there's going to be Granny Goodness in this one who is an, also an excellent villain. Um, talks about Green Lantern appearances. I mean, this this movie has all the hype, man. And as soon as it comes out on Thursday, I would love to be watching it.
0: And you know what's probably going to happen? We're gonna have one Jeff Garcia watch it and absolutely hate it. <laughs> oh,
2: Jeff! Is <Yeah>. no. <laughs> <laughs> he like the food critic or oh, food, the movie critic? You,
0: you have no idea, Chelsea. No idea. He's
3: very particular on how he likes his comic book
1: movies.
4: I, it I love Star to talk
0: Wars.
1: because it doesn't have Star Wars before yeah. it. That's
4: why I, I, I love to talk about the last Star Wars with him because I, you know, oh I like the movie. My so, my God, you know.
0: dude! And he I'll hates them, I guess. One. Don't don't he's ever get him started with that. I'll never
2: ask him. But wait, can I just ask a really dumb question? Yeah. What's the hype with the Snyder guy? I, I don't I don't understand it. Is I don't it get sp- it yet.
3: He he is the same guy who directed the movie Three Hundred. He's
1: got. He he's initially got was really supposed deep. to. Yeah, he was supposed yes. to do the whole movie, but uh, I guess his daughter got sick or something he happened. Was, he died. Yes, yeah, so
3: that was one of it. Like I think he his daughter. Died. Was he died.
1: Yeah. Or something like that. It's
3: yeah. not something crazy with yeah, with his family going on. He had to step away from the movie. He couldn't finish it. He couldn't finish it, and that's why Joss Whedon stepped in. They, I think, they brought him in because of his experience with the Avengers movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. What was so happens-
2: just the style that Snyder brings? Yes, why everybody's so pumped? Okay. Yes, they like that
0: grittiness, that style that he brings uh, as yeah, far as the cinematography like and all that. You know, that's really well done.
3: He, he has a huge cult following. Yeah. Because because of some of the other movies he's done, and didn't I want to say, Didn't he also make Man of Steel? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, there you go.
0: Yeah, and that was a good one. I like that one. That was
4: a good movie. Yeah,
0: it was I'm better. It was it a hell him. of a lot better than Superman Returns. I'll tell you that. Oh. Let's man. act like that never never even happened.
3: Don't bring me back to two thousand six like that. No
0: Don't. Well, I don't know if you I all caught it, but the new series that came out, uh, Superman and Lois, that's actually been fire. That has been so good. If you haven't watched it, watch. check it out. But let's go ahead and get Rudy's take. Rudy, you excited about the Snyder Cut? You're going to be sitting down on your little bunion pillow for four hours? <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: Well, I would love to say exactly how I'm gonna be feeling that day, but again, this is a PG show. This is a family show, oh, so we're not gonna get that far into it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go as far as say I am excited as Ben is. I mean, what got me hooked on Snyder was Watchmen. He directed Watchmen. Yeah, and that's I crazy. mean if you haven't seen Watchmen, I mean you just you're getting all that stuff, you know, from Watchmen three hundred, Dawn of the Dead, uh, Sucker Punch. I mean, there's a lot of movies he's done, but the Snyder Cut, man. Jesus, it's going to be so good. You, like Ben said, you're getting Darkseid, Granny Goodness, is going to be in this one. Uh, Steppenwolf, you're probably going to get a lantern. Jeff is freaking out because apparently Martian Manhunter is going to make an appearance, which we have uh. been like, waiting for. I don't know if that's the big reveal, but, so man, it's...
3: He technically I'm, was in the original one, yeah, but he yeah. never took his Martian Manhunter form. So that's... Yeah,
1: well, technically he's in Man of Steel too, apparently. So... Yeah. Yes, that's, um, right. that's well, right. you know, the thing is, I'm glad we're getting the Snyder Cut because Joss Whedon, when they brought him in, yes, he did the Avengers, he did all that. But I'm just going to say something, and I'm sorry to all the kids listening because, Joe, you have a million kids that watch the Two Shot podcast. <laughs> so if you want to bleep it out, be my guest. But Joss Whedon fucked up the entire Justice League universe. And... We need it, we need a revival of it, and Zack Snyder came in and he's doing that. He's giving us what we want exactly what we want. We're not going to have this Joss Whedon, you know, little I'm not even going to say, it. I'm going to stop right there. But you get what I'm saying, we're getting the Snyder cut. That's all I'm going to say, Chelsea. You, you probably want to watch this two or three times, but beforehand, Man of Steel, uh, what is it, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, all those movies. Check them out. Get you ready for it. Batman versus Superman wasn't great, but it'll get you ready for it. Uh, but yeah, we're getting the Snyder Cut. I'm excited. I'm watching it Thursday morning, and I'm going to the doctor at four o'clock that day. So if he says you're gonna die, I'm gonna die a happy man because I saw the Snyder Cut. My
0: God. <laughs> Ted Rowe was asking if this is gonna be canon or is there no DC canon? No, I think this one is canon. It's part of the yeah. canon. The one that they're acting like it never happened is the original a theatrical cut of the Justice League. So, Wesley, Mm -hmm. give us your take, brother. What are you thinking, man?
4: Well, okay, so first of all, I'm turning my Twitter off all day Thursday. Oh, my. Because, listen, I am like... I have to get home from work to watch it, so I've got to like be like la 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 the whole day, so I don't hear anything. But y'all, I'm telling you, you guys are gonna go off on Twitter and have all this stuff. I can't help but see. It. I see the stuff, and I'm like, oh notification, oh notification. Uh,
0: I promise I'll be good. Yeah. I'm, I won't put spoilers up there and ruin it for everybody. I'll be-
4: I'll be honest. I, I'm I'm really excited about the about the the flash uh, part of this, and, and especially um, the Superman part of this too, because there's there's some really good storylines there. You know, I, I agree. I wasn't a, just a giant fan of uh, Batman versus Superman, but you know, I, I feel like there's more to come here, that, and, and I can't wait to see the Snyder cut and what he's going to do and the storylines as they, they progress through this. But the stuff with the Flash is just going to be epic. I I am just. super excited to to see this and you know again uh, all the villains that you guys said i mean listen if if they all coalesce that's going to be awesome but i'm just going to enjoy the heck out of this it's going to be so good i'm a huge 300 fan so to me that's what i know him best as and the best snyder you know movie in my mind is is 300 so i'm excited to see that same brand of action as as he brings it to this entire you know universe
0: Look at this, we got a man after my own heart. Cause I had said this because I did the Countdown City Geek cast yesterday. And I'm always the Russian judge on that show. You know, because we get out and we talk about all all things in the geek universe. And we got Tim Rodriguez watching us. And he says, I'm gonna be honest, Joe, I think it's gonna be ass.
3: Wow. How dare you, sir?
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, Wait, but
3: why? Why would he even say that? What's it's his it's because
0: the logic is, and it's the same thing that I I kinda went in with as well. I'm gonna watch the movie with an open mind and I'm just gonna try to enjoy it. But when usually when movies get overhyped to such degrees as this, it's hard for them to fall or to I guess really coalesce and deliver on the expectations of the fans. Because a lot of fans, especially for a film such as this, they have really big expectations. They're the biggest expectations you can think of because this is a film that shouldn't should have never been made. It's only Been made or come to light because of the fans' demand for this to have to happen, and good thing you know HBO uh, Max, which is owned by Warner Media, went ahead and uh, gave the green light to make this happen. So this is a big day for for all fans.
4: Tim
1: Tim Rodriguez, right? Yeah. Okay, name me a Snyder movie that has sucked so far. Mm. Sucker Punch. You can't.
3: I mean <laughs> Sucker oh, Punch. <laughs> no, no, It had its moments.
1: Which one? Which one did you say? Sucker, sucker punch.
3: punch. I
1: mean did, it was still a good movie. I mean, you can't say he's directed a bad movie. You really cannot.
3: No, so, not a definitively thoroughly bad movie, no. That's yeah. hard to do. No. Okay. Well
4: I'm gonna, gonna say this go out of
3: your way to make that
4: happen. I'm going to say this. If he's right, and it really is bad, okay, Joe, I expect you to PM me immediately and tell me so that I don't waste a Thursday watching it.
0: Okay? No, you know what? I'm going to troll you, and I'm going to say it's good, so you'll waste four hours, and I'm just going to sit wow. back and laugh. God. I'm going to watch it burn. <laughs> I'm going to watch it burn. That's, that's
3: spiteful, sir.
0: <laughs> I'll be evil like that. but. Wrong. One thing I wanted to talk about, too. So let's go ahead and move on from the Snyder Cut and let's go ahead and mention Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That kicks off. So we get the Justice League Snyder Cut on Thursday. Then if you finish watching that, right, let's say you stay up and you watch that Snyder Cut and then you wait up again because Disney will release the Falcon and the Winter Soldier promptly at 2.02 a.m. our time, which is 12, I believe, 12.02 at mid, it's 12.02 p.m. on Pacific Time. So it's 2.02 a.m. here, Central Standard Time. And you can watch the first episode. There's only going to be six of them. I got to be honest from what I've seen from the trailer and everything. It, it looks interesting. It's intriguing to me. But I'm going into this knowing, knowing what they did to me with WandaVision. They, they had all this great story. You know, it was a great story. They, they wove it perfectly. But the end, it left a lot to be desired. You know, it was a lot of missed opportunities, wasted opportunities. And I'm not going to let the house of the mouse do that shit to me anymore. I'm done with them. Wow. I had enough. So I'm going to wow, go in with Joe, low expectations. Oh Joe,
3: you got sour grapes from one show.
0: No, they ain't going to fleece no. me again, Ben. Listen, no, Joe,
3: Joe. They one word always Disney is always setting you
4: up for the next big Easter egg.
0: No, I'm no, I'm done.
4: What one word, Joe. Mandalorian.
2: Mandalorian.
0: That I mean come on. Season two, it, it it was decent, you know, but there was some issues that I had with that too. You have to saying.
3: We got the Russian judge, folks. Yeah, I'm
0: just saying I'm tough. Yeah. I'm tough. And and 6.5. Disney, I'm not going to let them fleece me again with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I'm going in with lower expectations.
3: Well, fl- as if you're not paying for Disney Plus already, like they're going to fleece you. Well, this come, is what happens because,
0: again, this is the way you go ahead and you watch the shows you want. And then when those shows are done, you cancel your subscription. And then when your show comes out again, you go ahead and you reopen it again. This is the way. Well, it's the Mexican way. Let's put it like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know how it is, Chelsea, Dang Rudy. It's, it's
2: true. <laughs> I've done that many times. Not with Disney+, Plus, but I've done that many times.
0: There you go. So let's go ahead and get your take, Rudy. What do you think? You're going to be excited and hyped for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
1: Yeah, I mean, let's just get the, you know, cat out of the bag. I got Disney Plus because of, you know, Jesse and Camp Kikiwaka and all oh, that stuff. God I don't care dude. less about Marvel. Jesse and, has and the Star worst Wars intro kind of song
0: ever. Really,
1: <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, Waka Exactly. My daughter sings that all damn day, and I'm like, holy cow. I'm getting. I'm going to shoot myself if I hear that song again. But, you know, hey, when it comes to Falcon and Winter Soldier, I, I agree with Joe on the sense of WandaVision. I mean, it was set up perfectly – And the last episode for me was a letdown. It really was a letdown. I'm hoping the Falcon and the Winter Soldier doesn't do that because my boy, John Walker, U.S. agent, is making his appearance. One of my favorite Marvel characters, the U.S. agent, I hope they do him justice and they don't give me like five seconds of screen time like they did White (laughs) Vision. I mean, I'm I'm excited for it, but I am going to go in with not low expectations like Joe, because nobody peed in my post-toasties, I'm going to go in with just, you know, mid-expectations. I'm going to say it's going to be good. Is it going to be great? I don't know. After WandaVision, my, my expectations are that high. But this is another chance, and I hate the fact we get six episodes only. I mean, you bastards have all this money, and you can't make more than six episodes. I'm hoping that it just pays off better than WandaVision did.
0: And what if these episodes are short? and They're like less than 30 minutes each. I don't get it. Disney has so much
1: money. Marvel has so much potential. And you're giving us, like I said, six episodes. I mean, it doesn't it work? It only works for like Cobra Kai. I mean, that's all it that works for me because I, I need more Marvel stuff. DC is about to blow Marvel out of the water if they keep pulling this bullshit. Of yeah, we got of- some
0: comments here. Let's read these real quick. Tim Lopez, T. Lopez from uh, Periscope. Said he's looking forward to to seeing Loki. I I can see that. Loki looks dope. I'm not going to lie. That's great. And uh, Tim Rodriguez says Loki's going to be awesome. And then Ted Rowe again. He put West Coast Avengers being set up. Can't deny that. Can't deny that. And then Ted Rowe again with White Vision and U.S. Agent. So I guess he's referring to the WandaVision. Or the West Coast Avengers. Yeah. yeah. So go ahead, Ben.
3: Guys, they're making these shows so short because they are setting us up for the movies where they want to make their big bucks. They don't make big bucks from the shows. They get people interested so that when these guys become main characters in movies, people will go to see it and they will spend more money once theaters are open, of course, and everything is safe to go. People will be spending tons and tons of money on these movies. Hit the mute button on that. Look at that. I just got Tony Reality, folks.
0: <laughs> Look at Wesley. Wesley puts, Joe is the spurs Twitter of Disney. Plus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, I agree it's with incredible. that. Wow. <laughs> just shit all over it. Who cares, right?
0: Yeah. Okay, let's get Ooh. Wesley's take. Wesley, let us have it, man. Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. Can we
4: agree? And Joe, I'm going to poo poo on you for a second here, my friend. Can we just agree? that isn't it great we have this much to talk about, to geek out about? Because, again, think about how many series of sustainable goodness we're able to talk about. I mean, even, even WandaVision, yeah, everybody's right. I mean, the last episode was garbage, okay? Let's just be honest, okay? But then again, when we watched Game of Thrones back on HBO back in the day, that last season was garbage, too. And we still think highly of that series, right? So I say this, in the COVID world, the COVID world where everything is shut down, everything has been really hard to come by, I have to give props to Disney, to HBO, to all of the writers and all of the directors that have been putting on these great, great topics of, of, of our favorites, you know, whether it's Marvel Universe, whether it's DC Universe, whatever we have a chance with you know justice league and whatnot to watch something we really care about and i think really honestly you know winter soldier is going to be it's going to be just as good i mean i, I honestly think this is going to be really fun uh to watch and i again i have an open mind about it i if it's great awesome i'm going to enjoy it if it's not as good as i would expect then hey you know what it's still beats sitting down and watching old reruns of leave it to beaver come on <laughs> Jesus Christ! Leave it to Beaver. Age, age to yourself Beaver. a little bit, there, Wesley. Wow. Hey, he was, I'm I'm 43, so see, I got a year on you. That year
0: matters. Like, respect you're your head. elder. Respect your elder. <laughs>
2: what do you even watch? Leave it to Beaver on. Jeez. You don't
0: it's TV Land. Just, or I don't think Nickelodeon because has it anymore.
1: TV because, Land doesn't. I don't
2: think shows it anymore.
1: TV Land. I forgot about. Because
4: TV TV. I'm stupid. I'm the only one that has like every cable channel on actual cable, not <laughs> uh, streaming no, television. Oh, That's Look fair. at Ted. <laughs> Look at what that's he gonna
0: be a no from me, dog. Tim Rodriguez puts, I just don't trust it, Wesley.
1: <laughs> yeah, how do you trust somebody that still watches Leave It to Beaver? That's that's my question. Wow. Or Andy Griffith? <laughs> you're gonna make an
0: Andy Griffith reference? I'll be like, wow, bro. <laughs> Let's get West. Let's go ahead and uh, pitch over here to Chelsea. Chelsea, are you excited about Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
2: I'm more excited about. Um this Justice League Snyder than I am Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now, okay, but I'm coming from a very different perspective Mm -hmm. than you guys are, right? So I saw WandaVision. I thought it was great. The last episode was, I thought, could have been better. But I also don't know what was supposed to happen. Like, was there supposed something supposed to happen? Then what did happen? Was there supposed to be more? What what were you all expecting? All I I can tell you is
0: her brother... Yeah. It was a really good segue or entryway into introducing mutants into the yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe, and instead we get Bonner or Boner, whatever they named yeah. him. I
3: never <laughs> saw boner. Game, you know? <laughs> okay. it, it was
0: it was a wasted opportunity. That, there was a lot of wasted opportunities in that but we're geeks at heart because we we've read the material and we love it you know we read the comics and
2: that's respectable yeah
0: we
3: care so
2: i totally get that i guess moving into falcon and winter soldier i've you know read up on it i did read though that it's supposed to be like each episode's supposed to be longer than yeah. 30 minutes so i'm hoping I did see that um and i saw the trailer you know stuff for that and it looked good it just didn't look as um It just looked very drama filled, I guess, and and I like drama. I just prefer to see more like action and blood than I do, I guess, more of a storyline. Maybe that's why I'm so more um, intrigued by the Justice League stuff. So, I mean, I'm gonna watch it because I have nothing else to watch right now.
0: (laughs) You got the Bachelor. Don't Don't even lie. You know
4: you've been watching the Bachelor
2: every week. So
4: wait, Chelsea, can you say that again for the Russian judge?
2: I'm gonna watch it because there's nothing else to watch right now.
0: She's been watching The Bachelor. Don't let her fool you, man.
2: Oh, I do like The Bachelor. Okay, but this season really sucked balls. So don't don't watch it. Don't. That's worry what out. I've
0: heard. And I don't watch it. Yeah, I don't watch that. as soon as this my past, wife and yeah. daughter turn it on, I'm out.
4: <laughs>
2: it's like dreadful. It it was. Dreadful.
4: I'd rather watch Leave It to Beaver. Joking.
3: Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's, that's that's the bar you have to meet to get or, Wesley's attention. Or better yet, <laughs> let's put it like
0: this, Ben. Would you rather watch The Bachelor or no. the replay of the Spurs and Heat game six, fourth oh, quarter. Oh,
2: stay with Bachelor with Ray stay Allen bachelor. in the corner. No-brainer,
4: Bachelor. To
3: me. Uh, I'd probably have to watch The Bachelor <laughs> for the
4: first
0: time ever. You're goddamn right you're going to watch The uh, Bachelor. That, that game still me nightmares. Damn right. We, I, 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 I don't even watch that game. Every time they replay that game, I don't care if I see it on NBA TV or wherever, I don't watch it. I ain't watching that. They're not going to tear my heart out again.
4: can't make me. Yeah. Every time Manu and Kawhi go to the free throw line, I just go like, please just go in. Let's just, let's just see the replay. Maybe it'll go in this time.
0: No, bro. It's, it's seconds away from victory. Damn you, Ray Allen. That's all you can say. Uh, Every no, time no, I really see him, him
2: I want to, like, throat chop
0: him. Yeah, exactly. That's
3: well, aggressive.
0: I yeah, like that. So let's go ahead and bring <laughs> this show to an end here because we've already stayed on way too long. But we got to geek out and have our, our discussion here. It's fun. You know, bringing you all a little bit more than just sports talk. We're We're diving into the world of everything. You know, even, you know, some headline news here, which we just shared the tiger and the bobcat story. So some weird stuff like that we're going to share with you guys. It's a good topic of discussion. And I think the, the title of this episode should be Tigers, Bobcats and Kauai. Oh, my.
2: Oh, my.
4: That's
0: beautiful. <laughs> I'm a poet, Chelsea.
4: <laughs> that was he's he's the russian judge has vanquished he's back you. joe is back <laughs> joe You're was here. That one out the entire
3: podcast i did <laughs> I was waiting for a setup
0: yeah i was waiting I for know it. you joe
3: you can't fool me <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're going to bring this in, uh, to an end so we're going to go around the horn real quick we'll start with you wesley wesley where can they follow you on social media sir
4: yeah check me out wesley Perk. um Talking a lot of uh, college baseball. Something, Ben, that doesn't get talked about a bunch right now, actually. Um, some really good college baseball teams in Texas, and they don't get a lot of run. Um, so uh, definitely a lot of baseball, a lot of uh, Spurs stuff right now, and uh, talking that Dak Prescott contract. Mm-mm.
0: Dak. We're going to the Super Bowl this year. You already know that. No, That's yes. a talk on oh, on on, on, on Twitter A&A right now.
3: be happy. Relax. Just like the Dallas Cowboys do every single year. They
1: wouldn't even Go make mad the Madden Super Bowl an easy. There's no way.
0: That's okay. Let the hate <laughs> no, flow through you. It makes you stronger.
3: <laughs> Maybe stranger.
0: Oh, I can't wait for this—the Dallas Cowboys to get back to the Super Bowl one day, so the haters can just suck it. You know, uh, it's yes. going to really eat at them. Years. Come on. Well, I don't know why Rudy's over there talking. Because you know, Matt Ryan—they're never going to get rid of him over there. He's the girlfriend oh. that'll never leave. After you broken up yeah. with her, she still won't leave. you got to get the cops I to take her out. I've done
1: my off. best to, get, to try to get rid of Matt Ryan. But Arthur Blanks doesn't listen to me. So, I mean, you would think they listen to me. I've been telling them Matt Ryan's been garbage for years and they need to get rid of him. But, of course, nobody listens to me until we it's all over. Wonders. He must have no some dirt you, really. on him or something. I don't know, Chelsea. I don't know. I'm so still ravishing to ask myself the same thing.
4: <laughs> So ravishing. <And> ravishing Rudy. <laughs> didn't, didn't the Falcons have like a twenty-seven point lead in the Super Bowl one time? Don't do oh that. My. Don't do
3: that.
0: And we don't have come to an that. end of the two we shots do
4: podcast.
1: Everybody that's on the jam <laughs> <damn> line <laughs> now, welcome you know, we'll see y'all next week or whatever. Rudy, where can they <laughs>
0: where can they reach you on social media and also not only check out sweep the league? which is, you know, your, your Rated R sportscast talk there, but also the show that you have on the weekends at 9.30 a.m., The Answer.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, Sports Dime every Sunday from 10 to 11, myself and Carolina Teague on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Uh, we talk everything. It's fun. We always have a great time. We're giving away a lot of stuff uh, this week as well, actually the whole month of March. Also, Sweep the League, we just did our first uh, sports movie draft. Nobody's voted for me. Everybody's voting for Austin, which is total shit because I have the best list. I have the greatest list out there. And, you know, before I go, hey, thanks for having me, Joe, as always. Wesley, Ben, Joe, y'all follow me on Twitter. I hope I did a good enough job for Chelsea to follow me back. Oh, on Twitter. I don't follow you? Can be, can be <laughs> cool because Damn, that's hardcore. So hopefully I put I'm in the work tonight to, to get a follow I'll do it right now. So, I'll do it right now. No, hey. That's okay. You don't have to. But yeah. You know what I
0: that. would do just for him calling you out? I would mute his ass. <laughs> What's that? I said, just for <sighs> calling her out, I said, Chelsea, I would mute his ass. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. yeah. Hi, Randy. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: looking, and I'm looking out. <laughs> so, you now. It's been Bonded. fun, guys. I hope to be Where back. And Ben, you enjoy March, man. You enjoy the month. Oh, of March.
0: this is his time.
1: This is Gonzaga's going to win the title. That's all you need to know. It's Gonzaga.
3: I, it's going to be Gonzaga or Illinois. That's my guess. What about it, Syracuse?
1: It's just chill. It's it's Gonzaga. Don't worry about it. It's Gonzaga.
3: Y'all sleeping on I'll Syracuse? Get my daughter's
1: college fund on
3: all that stuff. It's it's Gonzaga. Gonzaga probably listens to you more than the Falcons do.
1: Oh Lord, I'm sure, I'm sure my trash can listens to me more than anybody else
4: does in my life, man. <laughs> it, it's going to be the Houston Cougars that's the dark horse. Okay.
0: Oh, God.
3: Dark horse as a two seed. Okay.
0: So Ben, where can they follow you on social media and check out the content that you're creating for one Project Spurs?
3: Exactly. You can find me on Project Spurs. They are at Project Spurs. I alone, individually, personally on Twitter, am at the underscore Boomstein. I will have many, many March hot takes for you in the coming weeks with March Madness games happening. Hopefully some 12-5 upsets. Looking at you, Villanova and Creighton. That's right. Called him out. I'm sure they're listening to this. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on on there on Twitter. Um, I, I'm writing for Project Spurs. I'm hanging out with Joe on podcast. So I'm, I'm living a pretty charmed life.
0: And there you go. Make sure you go ahead and follow Ben. And you know, you want to really follow him this time of the year because he's going to go ahead and start putting out all sorts of goodness when it comes to the March Madness. So this is Ben's time to shine. So if you want the skinny on what's going on in the tourney, make sure you follow Ben and Chelsea. Ben, I
4: expect a Reckham every time, dude. They oh, better see a wreckham after every win. I'm just saying.
0: I don't want right, you crying, great. you I'll, and Clint okay, crying. Okay, so I'll
3: be throwing it up one time.
4: Oh, cool. The winningest basketball team in this tournament is? Oh, a right, team that's right, right.
3: actually in the tournament this year? Hey, Oh, come on now. What happened, <laughs> what happened last they're season? They're not in the tournament this year.
0: My car heels. Yeah. Oh, and not not Geo's Duke. So Rip Duke. Oh, Chelsea Rip. Chelsea, where can they follow you on social media?
2: Um, Twitter is Chelsea Torres TV. I really I feel like Twitter I love getting on there and just talking mainly like fights and random bullshit. So you'll see a lot of like fight stuff. Um I mean, I dabble, I, I pay attention a lot to obviously Spurs and football, so you'll see a lot of that um, on there. And then I have Instagram. I'm very active on Twitter and Instagram. So Instagram is, what's Instagram?
3: Oh, that is not a yes. good
2: sign. Yes, I'm Chelsea, perhaps. It is. Yes, I'm Chelsea on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and Rudy, I'm going to follow you back right now. I didn't know, so I just want to apologize. Um, no this me. happens. happens. This happens often. I, I realize I go to somebody's profile and I'm like, oh, I'm not even following them. And then I feel like a jerk. So I promise I'm not a jerk. No. Do you think that?
1: No, I don't. And, you know, honestly, you know, I was just like, you know what? Let me follow her. And I waited and I kept refreshing for the last three <laughs> weeks. And I thought, oh my- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to get a white check mark. So
2: that's wow. awesome. Let me
1: give him a little white out on my phone here with the check mark on there. So he's legit. <laughs> you know, I would be able to be cool and stuff too. So he's just
0: laying <laughs> it on Ravishing thick.
2: Rudy.
0: Yeah, Ravishing Rudy's just laying it on thick right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know. Wow. Nah, I, I know. This is the first time I've actually talked to Chelsea. You know I, what? I wonder if I, Chelsea's I, following no Ben.
0: Are you following now, Ben and, and Wesley? But that yeah, work?
2: I've known Ben for a while. I follow Wes after um, I think maybe last week. So it's just Rudy, I'm like slacking. So like, I know.
1: No, it's okay. I mean, we're we're still trying to see if it it, it gets you know accepted. Somewhere. We're still friends. Okay,
2: okay.
0: Rudy, come on, give He's still I'm waiting. Rudy's still waiting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're doing this right now, watch. Ready?
0: Oh, oh, there it is. There, there it is. is. Now you can end the this is done. She's going to follow you. And as soon as we're done, she's going to unfollow no. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just unfollow him right away, Chelsea, as soon as we're done. Out of, spite, out of spite. Out of spite. Deuces. Notifications
3: not even going to have enough time to through. Yeah, for real.
0: <laughs> so you can also follow me at Two Shots Podcast on. You know social media. I'm on Twitter. So I'm on the Twitters. I'm on YouTube, Instagram, and and uh, Facebook. So you can follow me at Two Shots Podcast. It's all spelled out: T W O TWO 2 Shots Podcast. So for Wesley Perkins, Benjamin Bornstein, Rudy Campos Jr., Chelsea Torres. Thank you guys for listening and watching another episode of Two Shots Podcast. And like we always say, spread the love, stop the hate, be kind. We're out. Peace.